and welcome to Life in the Rabbit Hole, the Caneo Parent Pod. I'm Lori Carice, a fellow parent living in the Caneo Valley and your host. Thank you for tuning in for parent pod tales, community matters, and social topics, which include plenty of wellness content. Parenting is not a one-size-fits-all approach. It's as difficult as much as it's rewarding, and we've all heard from the beginning of this journey, it takes a village. So join us as we connect through life in the rabbit hole for everyone, everywhere. This episode of Life in the Rabbit Hole is brought to you by Wellness 360 at Home, a weekend symposium. The first Wellness 360 at Home weekend symposium will be held virtual and live October 2nd through the 4th, 2020. For more information and registration, visit wellness360athome.com. This event will be filled with content to feed your mind, body, and soul. Here we are, our very first broadcast of Life in the Rabbit Hole, the Caneo Parent Pod. Today marks a new adventure for me as a podcast host, and to be honest, this is not something I really saw myself doing until COVID-19 hit us all, where I wanted to expand on how we connect with others as a community, and in wanting to establish a new voice, not my voice, but for all the voices of local parents collectively. I also wanted to connect beyond our local community by bringing you parent pod tales, community matters, and wellness topics that would appeal to listeners joining in from all over. Parenting topics are generally universal and not necessarily unique, but they are a thread and a bond that connects all of us so that most of us can relate on some level. That's why it was important to me to bring you the perfect candidate as our first guest for our podcast launch, Cece Bo, who is not only a parent living here in the Caneo Valley, but she also is a business owner who just opened her doors weeks before having to shut them down again due to COVID-19. And on top of that, she's a wellness expert, so she really checked all of the boxes to deliver her story and expertise as our first guest. So let's kick this off as I introduce to you Cece Bo, a parent with young children, business owner of Harmony Family Yoga in Thousand Oaks and wellness expert. Cece, first, thank you so much for joining me today. How are you doing? Thank you, Lori. Hi, everyone. I'm doing great. Great. Roger, thank you for having me on this podcast. Now, I'm so glad you were available. Thank you very much for being here. So first, let's address the, the parenting issues that we've all come to be faced with here during COVID-19. Um, so as a parent, what are some of the family struggles you faced during the time of COVID-19, which began, most of us, I guess, with self-quarantine and then emerged to school closures, business closures, and just general isolation? So I am a mother of two. I have uh, two little ones. They're three and five. Uh, they're both before the kindergarten age uh, as when COVID happened. So we started to having them at home, just begin to arranging like homeschool schedule, you know, try to occupy their day with different activities. And I started to doing some mindfulness, just handcrafts, arts, and a lot of like things to keep their, them busy and keep them off the screen time. 
during, I think it was March, April. And then for a couple of months, they just started to miss their friends, missing that, you know, in-person contact. So we started to kind of set up a virtual small circle of like friends, meet up, play dates, things like that. But trying to still keep that social engagement while keeping the social distancing safely. Yeah, I know for me, it's been really hard with school. My little one requires a lot of in-person attention. She's very social. So missing school is a big thing for us. And of course, it also feels like our family quality time has to be reframed because everything is thrown together kind of all at once. Working from home with the kids at home is new. Having the kids do their distance learning or homeschooling and just overall parenting, it, it seems to all blend together unfor- in unfortunate ways, as well as some fortunate ways, I feel. So what I really wanted to also connect with you on is about business. Your business had a grand opening just weeks before you had to close your doors. So tell me how that's affected you. I'm sure that was an emotional journey, but also what have you done to try to stay relevant during all of the reopening stages and then closing even a second time? (laughs) Yeah, so I started a business we kind of soft open last year, like October-ish, and we fully grand open this year, 2020, January, uh, late January, actually. So we had like about a full month of operation and uh, we had to cancel all of our events and planned. You know, we started, I remember we started doing summer programs and, you know, things like that. So quickly, you know, I used all the tools I have in yoga. Luckily, I have these tools to help me stay on a positive track, I quickly switched to a virtual platform in March, uh, late March, that we transitioned uh, most of the classes to a online platform to be able to offer daily live streaming class. Um, then we also started to create a library of videos to record these on-demand uh, home workouts for moms and kids to stay engaged, stay active while they are quarantined at home. And recently, we just started to, uh, during our second round of closure, you know, now we're pushing for physically distanced in-person outdoor yoga so that we can reconnect in a way that's uh, safe and needed for our wellness and development. And do you feel like you're getting the support you need, whether it's through our government or our community or even friends to keep you going? Because I'm sure just opening up and then facing all these problems, there was a point where maybe you said, um, maybe this needs to be put off or, you know, how do you really keep yourself going and focused? At first, I, I think like March or April when this all happened, everybody was kind of just like freaking out or trying to get more information. And there was, at one point it was too much information or too many mixed information, but there are definitely a lot of support. I see a lot of positive hands coming from the, you know, the community, the government side. And I think I see the positive side in all corners. So that helps me to stay in that, in the right track and continue hoping to be the wellness solution for our community. Have you found yourself having to push yourself outside of the box? Like, wait, I didn't think I was going to do this with my new business. I mean, you know, for example, even being on a podcast today. Yeah, definitely. This is everything I think I've done 
so many new things in the past like half year than for a long time. You know, I've tried Zoom is new. I've not been in front of a camera for a while, and this is you know recording videos, doing yoga, teaching in front of a camera is also different than in person. So everything I think I've done is new, and I just keep you know breathing into that、uh, courage and. Breathe out the fear and continue to do what I can and stay focused on the good side. Well, then that takes us to your wellness expertise as an advocate. Can you give us some wellness at home tips for individuals and families? I can just share something that really helped me to stay, you know, stay focused and stay on who I authentically on who I am for the past six months. Something that really helped me. You know, of course, I do yoga and things like that. But in yoga, I like to say, focus on the not just the poses part. You know, I like to focus on the breathing exercise, the meditation, and those are really、um, what helped me to take a pause during the chaos and really focus on what I want to、um, be focused on. So, for example,、uh, pranayama is something I do. On a regular basis, and I'd love to share that some of the pranayama techniques with our our listeners, and hopefully some of these we call it pranayama is actually the breathing exercise, like breathing techniques that could help calming down our mind and help us find that stillness and peacefulness in our life. Sure, that'd be great. Let's go ahead. Sure. Okay. So we're gonna do something called alternate breathing exercise in yoga. We call it Nadi Shodana. So if you're in listening, you can just take a moment to pause, and we like to try this together. You can bring your right hand into、uh, something we call Vishnu Mudra. So you bring your second finger and your middle finger towards your palm. So you have your thumb and your ring finger and your pinky out, and you can bring this right hand in front of your nose. And we're gonna try something called alternate nostril breathing. In pranayama, the golden rule is you always want to empty out from your left nostril. So take a deep inhale and exhale. Then you want to close your right nostril with your thumb and inhale through the left nostril. And on top, you want to close your left nostril, take a pause, and release your right nostril to exhale. Then you want to take a pause at the bottom, close both nostrils, and then release the right nostril. Inhale through the right, pause at the top, and exhale through the left. So that's what we call one round of、uh, Nadi Shodana. And I can explain a little bit more about this breathing exercise. It's a balance and purification pranayama. So nadi in Sanskrit means、uh, subtle energy channel, and shodana means purification. So nadi shodana is primarily a balancing、uh, pranayama for our to balance our masculine and feminine aspect, which is the yin and the yang.、Uh, it brings a balance to the left and right hemisphere of our brain, and this practice cleans the subtle energy channels that our prana are so that our Uh, you know the life force, the vital life force energy, our breath, can flow freely throughout our body. And pranayama, in general, they're scientifically proven to lower our heart rate, and、um, it helps with our lung function. 
because if when we're doing the breath retention, it's like holding the oxygen pipe and then we're releasing it all into our system and it strengthens our immune system, flexes out the flushes out the, uh, the toxins in our body. So we can try it one more time with this exercise. It's naughty shoulder up. You can bring your right hand in front of you. Bring your second finger and middle finger towards your palm. Have your thumb and your ring finger and your pinky out. And when you're ready, you can empty out from your left nostril. Make sure you're exhaling. And then when you're ready, close your right nostril, start inhaling. This time we're gonna start counting our breath. So you wanna count one, two, three, four, five, then close your left nostril with your ring finger and hold at the top. One, two, three, four, five. Release your thumb. Exhale through the right nostril. One, two, three, four, five. And close your nostrils and pause at the bottom. One, two, three, four, five. Now release your thumb, inhale through the right, two, three, four, five, then close at the top, two, three, four, five, release the left, exhale, two, three, four, five. And now we complete another round of Nadi Shodana. So this breathing exercise will bring that calmness that we uh, focus our mind and really help the relaxation. Okay, very good. I know that you are also practicing a lot of self-care and sharing methods. What kind of rituals do you have to brighten our days? There's something else, I, something I experimented with my, um, something I learned newly during the COVID time is called aromatic dressing. No, so I th in the studio we quite try to cultivate something like the five sense experience. So we bring aroma uh, therapy into our yoga practice as well. So I started to experiment with more aromatic oil, essential oil. So I didn't invent this technique. It's um, you know somebody else invented, and I just think it just fits uh, lined up perfectly with my where I am and my message, my life and the career. So I'd love to share it with you. It's kind of like a self-care ritual. So I think it's especially powerful for women. And it not only um, make you smell amazing, more importantly, it, there's a very powerful mental effect. So it's I found it really um, helps to enhance the quality of my daily life when I use the this techniques uh, because it when I'm using the aroma oil to uh, touch my body and feels more balanced and feel like I'm really in harmony with the flow of life and energy. You know, you can do this ritual in the morning or evening before you shower or uh, just before bed. Simply just mix three or five, three to five drops of essential oils. Could be, you know, there's another topic we're talking about the different smells, but pick your favorite a couple. You can mix your own and you can dilute it in a coconut oil or um, other non-fragrant uh, body lotions and I like to do it like a, in a dry brushing way. So you will start from the feet and upwards, uh, do a circular motion towards your heart. So you mix this lotion mixed with the aroma essential oil to give yourself a little care with your body. And then you will simply 
Just dip your finger into the mix and rub your hands together. Create heat. And when you warm them up, mix into your body part. Move up from, let's say, your feet towards your stomach, towards your arm, your neck. And during this ritual, you're doing the aromatic dressing. You're actually also thanking each part of your body inside your heart. Or sometimes you can't even say it out loud. So it's like a positive affirmation you're sending towards each body part. And it's a great way to um, learn how to love yourself. And I thank my legs, I thank my arms, I thank my shoulders. And I will, well, as I'm connecting with each part, I relax that part of the muscle. And there's a deep level of connection and self-care there. Sounds great. Yeah. Um, I know that you've also talked about journaling and reflecting. And do you want to also touch on the PET skills? Sure. So uh, I like to do journaling and reflecting on like special days like new moon, full moon, you know, according to like the the time and the mood. According to PET, PET is something, you know, that helped me, another tool helped me stay calm with my parenting, with my family. It's called parent effectiveness training. And this is something, it's like a manual for parents who... Even you have young kids or teenagers, I think it's like it will be useful for all parents. Basically, uh, a fundamental a skill for PET is called active listening. And that's something uh, really helped me even with my young kids um, to help me build that relationship with them and really connecting with what they're wanting to say. So active listening is like we're sometimes, you know, when we have a conversation with our kids, we give them an answer and that will be the trigger to piss them off, you know, because you're not really listening to what they're saying. So active listening is feeding back the sender's message in the listener's own words. You're reflecting or mirroring the feelings and contents of the sender's communication. And it's a very important um, skills to have because it's really helping the kids to express what their emotional wants. Um, you also, through that active listening, you're showing your empathy, acceptance, and genuineness, and you help the children to help solve their own problems. So I give you an example of active listening. For example, your five-year-old, um, they might be experiencing fear or comes to you with tears uh, in their eyes, but they may ask you a question and say, do you think I will never get to play with my friends again? And the active listening parents will take his uh, or her impression of what the child is experiencing, not necessarily expressing and feeds it back into the child for confirmation or clarification. Uh, clarification. So the parent's active listening response might be, you really miss your friends and it's scary not knowing when you will see them, followed by the ch child's confirmation message, uh-huh. So active listening relieves the emotional uh, flooding. When the child's feelings overwhelm their thoughts, active listening reduces their feeling and frees up the child's ability to think clearly and solve their problems. So even when you're active listening, even the, the guess, your, your answer or your feedback is wrong, the child will normally correct you right away instead of uh, you know refuse to talk to you or get mad of what you're saying. So that's one simple tools parents could be using is active listening. Very good. So before we wind this up, what is next for Harmony Family Yoga? 
So, you know, we'll continue to offer our online platform through our live streaming and uh, virtual on-demand yoga and meditation. And we are also building a kind of semi semi-permanent platform outside our studio, hopefully to have our in-person class as soon as uh, in September. Now, is that really difficult to do? I've heard of a lot of gyms starting some outdoor space mm-hmm. as well as restaurants. And uh, what? how does that work with permitting? I mean, are, is there some flexibility during COVID-19 with all of this going on? Because um, I think typically, mm-hmm. you know, just creating some driveway space is not allowed. So how, what's the process on that? Just out of curiosity. So the city, I, I can speak for the city of Thousand Oaks. I know the city has opened up um, some permits applications for us to apply, but we have to get, you know, the approval from the landlord. You have to uh, submit the uh, permit. And I think they waive the application fee. It's just like a process. They're definitely open to help us, assist us in a way to help us to maintain the business. I know as a business owner myself and, mm-hmm. and as you and, and so many others in the community, we are not sitting around waiting for guidelines to open up. We're not waiting for the thumbs up on just opening your doors. We are constantly filling out applications and mm-hmm. searching for benefits and reaching out to the community and uh, retraining ourselves in new platforms, you know, just like this with podcasts. I thought it might be pretty turnkey and I discovered it's very much not so. (laughs) So, you know, I've taken a lot of time really just digging deeper into a lot of training. So none of us are sitting around just, you know, waiting for things to open. We're we're exploring new avenues, new platforms, reinventing ourselves, staying busy, using parking lots for (laughs) new business space and you know, being outside, trying to be able to abide by the guidelines, but also be inviting to our community because I I really can't wait to definitely interact with people again. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to look so much different. You know, we'll see. I think it's going to be baby steps. Even when you do open the doors, it'll probably be, you know, a lot of questions on smaller group sizes in getting together before, of course, larger group gatherings. So, Yes, definitely a a changing time for all of us. Oh, I know. I wish you so much luck. I mean, I actually watch you you as a community member with, you you know, all the changes on your website and the new memberships and the videos. And I'm like, wow, she's just really working hard to stay relevant Mm -hmm. during this time and staying out in front of the community. You're an inspiration and I appreciate it. Your wellness expertise is amazing. CC is actually a guest on some of my other platforms in uh, gatherings as a wellness expert. And I thought this would be a nice, unique opportunity to actually bring you in as a community member and as a parent and someone who lives here and talk about your business a little bit more. So I really appreciate you giving me and our listeners your time and I wish you the best of luck and hopefully we can bring you back during times where I get to hear you're open. Yay. Yeah, what does that mean now? Long term. <laughs> I look forward to it too. Thank you so much. Thank you, Cece. Thank you so much for listening today. And please subscribe to our podcast so that you can be alerted each time we drop a new episode. 
For bonus content, be sure to join us as a member and receive Green Room Diaries, After the Final Cut, Confessions of a Caneo Valley Mom, as well as our exclusive wellness workshops. From one parent to another, we've got this. Just believe in yourself and remember we're our own worst critics. Tell yourself and another that they're doing a good job. Thank you for listening.